From the Disneyland Hotel in Anaheim, California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 419 for the week of March 22nd, 2015. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Michael Bowling, Will Perry, Dustin West, Jenny Lynn Knopp, Kathy Whirling, Corey Martin, and Pete Werner. Now coming up, coming up on Tuesday, I have a review of another Good Neighbor Hotel. This time it's the Tropicana Inn, and Mary Jo takes a day six adventure to Catalina Island. But right now it's time for this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Facebook poll on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey, hey there. Hi there. Hello there. Okay, this, this is, is really we we, this is really weird in two or three different ways. One, we are all face to face here in a beautiful suite at the Disneyland Hotel. You're welcome. <laughs> and two, I have. Lots of guests. Thank you all for thank you all for sitting in on on our little show. Today is special guest stars. Yeah, day. special guest Wonderful. here on the Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, housekeeping. Let's talk. Can can you tell us why we are actually out here? Why are you actually out here? I don't know. Why are okay. we? No. Um, we are out here because we are doing um, we're doing a version of the Seven Resorts in Seven Day series that we've been doing on the Orlando show now for a couple years. Uh, we just wrapped up our third round of seven and sevens back in uh, February. And uh, I decided that I thought it would be a good idea to come out here and do that uh, as something, as, as a way to celebrate the upcoming 60th anniversary. Exactly. And, you know, I, I have tried diligently since 2000 to uh, be the Pied Piper as much as possible to get people out here to see Disneyland because it is such an amazing place. So that's part of what we're doing. Well, we're Excellent. covering the resorts. We've uh, three on-property hotels, of course, the Disneyland Hotel, the Grand Californian, Paradise Pier, along with four good neighbor hotels, the Residence Inn, the Hilton, Sheridan Park, and uh, Hojo, uh, Howard Johnson's Anaheim. And... Uh, Yes, we've been out here gathering content and video and pictures and all that having stuff. A blast. We have been having a blast, and we are exhausted. But uh, it has been—it's been great fun. So we're uh, th- th- this will all go live um, starting May twenty-second to coincide yeah. with the sixtieth, and be running something new every day for seven days. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It is. It is. Michael and uh, Tom will both be out in our studio in Orlando. Uh, for that, and uh, it's like going to the Vatican, the Diz Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me the gay pope. <laughs> Another one? <laughs> really? Uh, we won't go there. <laughs> All right. Anything I'm waiting for the lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Step away from me. Uh, housekeeping. Anything in housekeeping? We'll talk about Mixler. We are live on Mixler right now. Uh, if you want to listen to us live, go to our, our mix, go to our Mixler page and subscribe. We lo- broadcast live Sundays, eight p.m. Pacific. Um, join us, chat with chat with your fellow Diz friends. Um, any other housekeeping? 
Michael, Michael need, doesn't have anything? I think you need to be like the Oscars. No, I, have, I think you I need know. to be like the Oscars and go live 5 p.m. Pacific. So it's 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 prime time out where it matters, uh, out on oh, the yeah. East Coast. <laughs> and Tom will come out like Neil Patrick Harris in his tidy whities. <laughs> That's how I usually broadcast. I don't. Uh, always, always got yeah, they don't realize. They don't realize. You know, Tom is, when, when you listen to Tom doing a show, he's not wearing any pants. <laughs> And if it's and if it's a really bad week, he's not wearing any, any underwear either. So <laughs> depends on how much laundry got done. We call it. We, we, that's right. We call him Commando Tom. There you go. Things <laughs> just got very uncomfortable. Yes, thank you. And moving on. Don't forget about coasting for kids, June seventh at Cedar Fair Parks across the country. Uh, sign up. Join uh, our team. Our Diz team. We have lots of people coming here to Knott's Berry Farm and at Cedar Fair Parks all over the all over the country. So. Definitely check that out. Um, we'll put, make sure you have links in the show notes page for that. Um, I have nothing else for housekeeping. Oh, I do. Let's uh, follow us on Instagram, the Diz, um, with the period in the middle, the dot Diz the dot on Diz. Instagram. Nice. We've been doing a lot of uh, Disneyland-related photos, so um, go check it out. Excellent. Also, if you want to email the Disneyland team, you can email us at dlpodcast.wdwinfo.com. And you can find our show notes page at disunplug.com, our Facebook page, www.disunplug.com slash, no, sorry. No, Facebook. Facebook.com slash disunplugdl. There we go. Um, speaking of Facebook, we have our poll results for this week, or we'll talk a little bit about them. Uh, for the last few weeks, we have been doing our March Madness, and this week you voted on several several new matches. This this year in March Madness, we so as a salute to the 60th, we brought back some classic attractions and pitted them against their more recent counterparts. Some of them are gone. Some of them uh, stayed around. Uh, this week, we had Country Bears versus Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. I was really disappointed that the Country Bears lost. Um, yeah, they lost here years they ago lost, to Winnie yes, the Pooh, exactly. and they lost on our poll. Um, and also, <laughs> oh, bitter party of one, bitter. <laughs> and also, uh, Haunted Mansion was pitted against Pirates of the Caribbean. There's a different oh. of, difference of four votes. I'm not going to let you know what that is. Tony and I will have full coverage of the March Madness exclusively on Mixler later in the week. And we will have our analysis of the upcoming votes on March Madness. And you can find all that at our Facebook page. Um, let us move on to news. I have a couple stories in news. And then I want to talk about some other stuff as well. First story I wasn't going to talk about, but, you know, it's just so dumb. I got to talk about it. After being released from prison last fall... Terrence Hutchinson of Avondale, Arizona, has been arrested once again Unbelievable. for selling fake Disneyland tickets to as many as 20 victims. Because he was going to get it right this time. <laughs> no, just, there's no expiration on stupid. And, and, I, no. and that's, that's all you need to hear about the story. Uh, this, people, if, if there is somebody on Craigslist selling discount tickets, just walk away. Walk away if, if it's... Too good. Sounds you know, too good to be true. It it probably is. When this has gone on in Orlando, I have said it on our show, and I will say it again now. No one has ever gone broke underestimating the stupidity of the American public when it yep. comes to stuff like this. It is amazing. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna, and it's almost, you know, I, I hate to say it, but 
if you're stupid enough to buy discount tickets on Craigslist, you deserve to get ripped off. I'm sorry. I know that's a little harsh, but it's the truth. If you're going to buy stuff in a parking lot on on OBT in Orlando, if you're going to buy tickets, they're not going to be any good. Common sense should tell you that. How so, long is he in for this time? Oh, no, they just arrested him recently. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, they'll put him away for a while yeah. this time. Because yeah. apparently, you know, the lesson wasn't learned the first time he went mm. to jail for doing this. All right. In other news, I th- this was an interesting story I found that was kind of a quiet story, but it's it's um, something that's going on with taxes and Disneyland. Uh, a little-known pact struck nearly two years. Uh, tw- I'm sorry, two decades ago, has kept city leaders from levying a so-called entertainment tax on Disney and Disney California Adventure tickets. Well, that deal expires in 2016. And city councilman Chris Murray wants to ask voters to make it tougher to enact enact new taxes in Anaheim. So the actual city council is saying we don't want to raise taxes on oh, wow. on the on the entertainment um, tax. That's because Bob Iger is standing behind him with a I, gun I, to his head. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> Disney, uh, Disney. You will never get reelected again. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever runs against you, we are going to completely fund their campaign. Right. right, exactly. And and that's 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 the thing is there's so much tax revenue coming in based on the Disneyland visitors that's it, they don't want to Yeah. 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 So, um yeah, let me see. there's one other quote. Oh, uh Susie Brown, our fa- favorite Disneyland spokesperson. Disney continues to oppose taxes based on ticket sales. And her quote, one of the key reasons that Anaheim has been such a success story is due to its policies and initiatives that encourage investment in the city and allow business to grow. So that's kind of an interesting story. And, you know, and, 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 and not for nothing, you know, let's be let's be honest. Disneyland pays oh, yeah. more than their fair share oh, of taxes yeah. into this, you know, in, into the city. And it's. You know, I think generally speaking, I think most people would agree they've been a good, they've been a good corporate citizen, right, uh, to the area, and uh, you know, good for them. I hope it doesn't. Yeah. I hope yeah. it doesn't go through or happen. All right, so that is the news. A couple of other things I want to talk about is a couple of new things that opened while y'all were here at Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. First, let's talk about the Smoke Jumpers Grill, which is the new restaurant that replaced. Uh, Taste Pilot's Grill in what was Condor Flats and it's now going to be Grizzly Peak. Uh, disappointing thing is it's even a worse menu than it was before, Michael? Well, it's very limited. It just has basically a couple cheeseburgers. Yeah. Chicken uh, sandwich and a salad. Uh-huh. And did yeah. they have chicken nuggets? I don't Yes, they, do. they yeah. have, do have chicken nuggets. Yeah, but they don't have the ribs back. Like people, you and know, they, that they, they don't have years They don't ago. have the blue cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. They do have the chili fries, but or the chili to chili burger and the chili fries, but still, it sounds like a more like typical theme park, it's like which is unfortunate. Which is unfortunate things. because mm-hmm. a lot of our restaurants have gone the other way with more interesting fare. Yeah. So for this to be this to be kind of dumbed down is is kind of disappointing. Yeah. Hmm. Now uh, that said, thematic wise, it's fascinating. If you go around, there's a lot of 
artifacts and things from you're uh, using air quotes with artifacts yes okay there's a lot of items around from like the from the 20s 30s 40s and 50s of smoke jumpers of mm -hmm. firefighters uh there's one bulletin board of of um uh, of like postcards as if they've been sent to Grizzly Peak and the Grizzly Peak airfield. There's a homage to Winston Hibbler, who he did the narration for the True Life Adventures. He had that, you know, that Midwestern twang yeah. voice that we're all familiar with. And he's referred to as Forest Ranger Hibbler um, in this long, long typewritten letter. And it's just in there in the letter a lot of photographs of people you know camping in the 50s uh, around there and so it take a moment to walk around and look yeah, there's a lot at everything see. on the walls because the imagineers put a lot of time and research into setting it up not so much in the menu but definitely in the theming of the restaurant and the location is very convenient yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Right off of Carthay Circle mm -hmm. as you enter what's going to be the Grizzly Peak Airfield. And the great thing about Smoke Jumpers Grill opening, Paradise Garden Grill now has their Mediterranean menu back. So mm -hmm. they were temporarily serving burgers while Taste, taste Palace was down. So that menu, I'm glad to see, is back in, in full at Paradise Garden Grill. So I will say this even though the smoke jumpers menu may not be that impressive in general your food in disney's california adventure is fantastic what have you had for a for a theme park i especially back in that paradise pier area mm -hmm. it's really good uh we also had a, a little bit of a lunch in the carthay circle lounge yes the other day yeah. which was not theme park food at all no no, no. so I love that, good. That, that restaurant could do well anywhere i love the fact that i can find places that are counter service where I don't have to get crappy theme park food. That's, you know, pretty much, it's, um, Disney World's definitely up their game as far as, you know, what we have out there counter service wise. But I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed with the selection you guys have up here <laughs> in general. Smoke Jumpers Grill aside. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So let's talk about the other thing that opened on Friday, which is the springtime roundup out back at the Big Thunder Ranch Jamboree. Love it. Yeah, I think we all we all were back there, and it's 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 always fun. That was a really big treat for me. Okay. I spent quite a bit of time back there. I took a billion pictures with lots of bunnies. I didn't all realize. of them selfies. <laughs> no, she got actually, in trouble, none though. of those were selfies. I'm going to talk about you getting in trouble. Okay. Oh, what did she do? All right, all right. It, it, it's not like in trouble, trouble. It's Disney in trouble. Everybody, just be aware <laughs> when you t are taking pictures with the bunnies, apparently it is a really bad thing to give them bunny ears because they already have bunny ears. So the, this is a problem. Did the bunny I was, police get you? The they photographer. Did. They did. So I was posing with Roger, and he's a silly bunny. So I tried to give him bunny ears, and I was scolded very firmly by the it. photo pass lady who said, please don't give him bunny ears. He already has ears. We're good. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Wow. wow. Okay. And then you hit her in the head with your camera. Uh, you know, I... She I used to be the photographer to Hatchapi Women's Prison. I guess so. I mean, I... Uh, I didn't say it, but I kind of felt like saying we may have an abundance of bunny ears, but we apparently have a lack of a sense of humor. <laughs> I didn't realize that the 
and all the Disney movies and stuff that there were so many rabbits know, and right? bunnies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It never crossed my mind yeah. until they are all in one place. So, you know, what struck me about what struck me about that was that, you know, we were just talking, we, we, we recently just recorded our Orlando show for this Tuesday, uh, sitting where we're sitting right now. And one of the things we talked about was the, the intimacy of Disneyland and what, you know, how, 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 what, how appealing that is, especially when we're used to Walt Disney World, that, you know, coming out here, you really do have these intimate experiences. And that's a great example of yeah, it. it is. That it, it just seems so personal. Um, and very festive and lots of, lots of cool things going on around the perimeter. Oh, yeah. The, children can um, decorate cookies and you would think this would not be this would be mundane but they can that they have little they have paper ears that children can decorate mm-hmm. and and wear and that is an enormous hit yeah. and they always have a coloring activity with all of these holiday festivities and there's eggs you know there's an egg coloring well, cor- area i mean correct me if i'm stuff. wrong though S- things like this probably have cropped up here because the park is a locals park it's right. it's part of the mm-hmm. local community in a way that that w- the magic kingdom at walt disney right. world is not this is the world's most famous regional park is disneyland hmm. wow and it's so difficult for me to think of it as a regional park even though it is in some ways you know but you know we were also talking about this uh, i think last night about the the impact that this theme park, this one place has has had on pop culture, on the industry. I mean, you talk about, you know, so when you call it a regional theme park, I get that. I get where that comes from. But this regional theme park changed the world. Right. That's in terms, yeah. the regional word is in terms of its day-to-day guests. The cultural and na- the national cultural impact it has is across the nation, across the globe, really. Oh, absolutely. Right. You know, every, virtually every continent's been touched by, yeah. touched by this. And, you know. And they're building a park on every continent. Exactly. That's what much. I mean. Yeah. Is they're building, <laughs> they're building one of these everywhere. Before we jump away from the oh wait I did that without knowing jumping hopping spring roundup okay um before we do that going back to what you were saying Michael as a no this is as a mom (laughs) um that area is fantastic for um mothers with young children you know and you're in the park and you're running around all day it's really helpful to have those places that are kind of tucked away where you can sit and relax and your kid can kind of just um go somewhere and still be entertained but yet come down from the overstimulation that can happen and there's also only one entrance and exit yeah. so there is there you know they're kind of mm-hmm. safe in there to a run around. A little bit, yeah. But there's there's lots of seating, and then the tables, and then a few activities. You can you can take pictures with the bunnies. The lines don't get too long. It's shaded. It's not air conditioned, but it's shaded, yeah. and it's just it's kind of a really nice, relaxing and atmosphere. The, and, it's back. and the dancing cowboys aren't hard to watch either. <laughs> yeah, there is live entertainment. There's a petting zoo. Where you, uh, our new baby goats are out. There's yes, horses. Yep. And yes, they, they then they do bring out animals from the Circle K Corral. Out there, so uh, over the this week, I've seen horses out there, cows, uh, the, the the little pygmy goat. There's a they've, or I should say, pygmy steer. They've had burrows out. Uh, I so heard something about a goat run. 
There is a goat run. When they bring the little goats from the petting zoo back to the corral, they actually have a goat run, and they all just run through <laughs> Big Thunder area over to the corral. That, that whole Was it like the running of the bulls in Pamplona? It is. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see it. You can, you can watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But that whole area is a place of Disneyland that I've always wanted to see. I'd heard about it. I've, you know, um, heard it on your show. And it's like every time I ever came out here, you know, whoever I was with went, oh, I don't want to go back there. Well, so, it's kind of hidden back there. It which, is. Which actually makes it nice. Yeah, yeah. And I went the other day and it, you know, it was closed. But I went back yesterday and I'm like, I'm so glad I finally got to do this. That's a nice little area. And I did the barbecue. Isn't that good? I, you know, I, <laughs> I could kick myself now for not having done this a long time ago. That was a really good barbecue. Yes. Now for, very for good right food. now for with the bunnies and stuff, they they do have lines for the for the meet and greets for those. But typically, a lot of the character interaction is just kind of random back there. Free for all. Mm-hmm. Free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Free forming. You know, the characters will come out. They'll take quick pictures and they'll just keep walking around the area. If they see a line forming behind who's who they're talking to. They'll grab the kid's hand and just walk <laughs> twenty feet away, and you know, and sign the autograph, take the picture. And of course, they were all dancing there too. Yeah, you know, yeah. they had little dance breaks. Pluto, Pluto and his bunny ears. And I'm sure it all runs very smoothly as long as you don't give anyone bunny ears. Exactly. Then it gets a little hostile. Exactly. Mickey and Minnie were out yesterday <laughs> in like their Easter outfits, yeah. and yeah. that was an outfit I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. And this area is open up for basically every every season. Um, they'll do something for summer. They have Halloween back there, Christmas back there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really, it's, a, it's just a really nice area. Really nice area. And watching the cast members, somebody told me to go back and watch the cast members paint the Easter eggs. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, now who would think that you would go all the way to Disneyland to watch them? Paint Easter eggs. You'll have to come back in Halloween and watch them carve oh, pumpkins. pumpkins. Oh, that would be incredible. These pumpkins are works of art. Works of art. A lot of people are trying to purchase those painted eggs. Oh, yeah. They're really, really cool, but they, no. you would think. Disney they don't sell them? No. 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 They don't give well, them away either. It's just See, this is this is not part of the Disney company, is it? <laughs> <laughs> like something they'd, not for sale? They'd make a fortune on that. For you. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to rapid fire. We'll start with Michael. All right. Thank you, Tom. Well, we we are all You're familiar. Welcome, <laughs> well, we're all familiar with "It's a Small World" that it was developed for the 1964 World's Fair. Now, when Walt was first developing um, "It's a Small World," he envisioned that the audio animatronic children of the world on the ride would each be singing their country's national anthem. So, when they set this all up on the soundstage at at the Walt Disney Studios, and they turned it on it was just a horrible cacophony (laughs) so so what disney did was he brought in the legendary songwriting duo duo of richard and robert sherman and walt's only direction for the sherman brothers was to create a tune that people could um easily catch on to (laughs) (laughs) and and we all have they succeeded (laughs) so from this it's a small world's um theme was born and 50 years and 300 million visitors later, this tune is and the ride are still going strong. Well, the Themed Entertainment Association, or TIA, which is an international trade group that represents members of the theme park industry, awarded It's a Small World's Longevity with the industry's highest honor, the TIA Classic Award, which recognizes an attraction that has stood the test of time. 
And Kim Irvine, who is an Imagineer, said, I think it stands test of time because it's the hope of the world that we have peace and get along. It is very innocent, and that is something that people are not tired of hoping for. And It's a Small World was one of three Disney features that received TIAs, um, and these are annual awards given by TIA that recognizes excellent theme park visitor experiences, attractions, and exhibits. And this year, the nonprofit organization gave out 17 awards. And these awards were announced in November, and the official presentation occurred right beneath our feet mm-hmm. at the Disneyland Hotel. This place was lousy with ball gowns last night. Yeah, yes, it sure was. And, and tuxedos. And it, and it occurred last night. I'm sorry I didn't pack mine. <laughs> your 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 sequence gown, his, his ball gown. Yeah, <laughs> you knew, you knew. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have um, one for my ball gag, but not his ball gown. <laughs> the the <laughs> oh god. The other two Disney awardees were Bistro Chez Remy at Disneyland Paris received a TIA for outstanding achievement for best themed restaurant, and the Wilderness Explorers at Walt Disney World's Animal that Kingdom. That one has me scratching my head. <laughs> received a TIA for outstanding achievement best attraction on a limited budget. Wait. <laughs> Is this the one where you go around and oh, collect so that's a stamp aggressive yeah, award? Yeah, stamps by, um, this is it's like their version of the Kidcot fun stops, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Their educational stops yeah. in the Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Okay, that's cute and all, but that won an award? Yeah, no. I that, thought, that one has me scratched. I think that's a no, pretty cool for, on a limited budget, which means <laughs> it's you free know, other than well, Park Disney didn't give you any money and you managed to come up with something. Yeah. Good, good on you. <laughs> yeah, it's, just like, it's like the passive aggressive award. Right. So this is an interactive activity where visitors can complete challenges to earn scout-like badges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, Ron Misker, a former director of entertainment and show development at Disneyland, received the Buzz Price the Award, which is a lifetime recognition award. Um, he is 73 and is credited with creating Disneyland's Main Street Electrical Parade. And after living leaving Disney, he brought Snoopy to Knott's Berry Farm. Oh. And, and as we said, these awards were presented in a formal ceremony last Saturday at the Disneyland Hotel. And uh, didn't uh, Wizarding World? Yes. They uh, also at Universal, won award. yeah. big that, awards. Mm-hmm. Big awards last night. For best um, new, probably best, best new attraction best or something. Anything. Best anything in a theme park. I won the best new anything. Very excited. You know, uh, some of our team was over at Universal. Yesterday, a lot um, of construction going on there. A lot of construction going yeah. on, but unlike World, the construction gets done a reasonable yes. amount of time. It doesn't take eighteen months to build a parking garage. Um, but he was showing me some pictures they took of the new Simpsons area <laughs> and right. how incredible that looks. Right. But also what they're doing at Wizarding World, yes. and it looks. I'm I'm really stoked that it's coming out here. Yeah, we're excited. We're looking forward to it. All right, thank you, Michael. Dustin. Yeah, my my rapid fire is uh, pretty quick. Um, I guess that's why you call it rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Um, the Best Buy Express machines that were once uh, along uh, the route of downtown Disney, heading toward the theme parks, are no longer there, and now we have 
uh, Gadgets on the Go, not to be confused with Gadgets Go Coaster in <laughs> Toontown. Something different entirely. It is. It's completely different. This is, uh, this is a merchandise location where you can buy the same kind of stuff that you would find in those Best Buy Express machines, except you're actually be interacting with a human and being able to walk inside of a building. You can get iPhone cases, iPhone chargers, all the, all the, all the same. How did know. I miss it's this? It's not inside a building, though. It's a yeah. kiosk. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Okay. It's like a double yeah. kiosk. You know what I'm saying. Okay. It's a human. That's my big point, is that it's a human being. Okay. It has okay. a roof over it. And for Land, they have selfie sticks. They have selfie <laughs> sticks. You know, I meant to bring myself... A wide myself. variety of selfie sticks. Jennyland does not own a selfie stick. Do they really sell well, them? Now you know where to get them. Yeah. That's why. I meant to bring my selfie stick. I got one for Christmas. I don't know if my parents got it for me Um like genuinely or ironically, I'm not sure, but I have a selfie. Well, stick. for your birthday, they also bought you like running shorts and workout clothes <laughs> as a hint to lose some weight. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I got the hint. Thanks. Your parents aren't yeah. too subtle, are they? No, they, they, it's again <laughs> root beer. Pet, they, they help with the passive aggressive Theo Award. Um, <laughs> I'm sad. I, I like the Best Buy Express machines. I because yeah, I think they they actually had some higher end merchandise in the Best Buy. Machines they did. They did. That they don't have now. So were they where this kiosk is? There were there was there was one a couple of kiosks down from where this is. Oh, okay. There was one at the beginning, like closer to the Disneyland Hotel oh, here, and then okay. there was one closer to World of Disney. Once you got closer okay. to the theme parks, I've never purchased anything in one of those. I guess because I'm I'm scared that like you know like candy <laughs> machines like the Twix get stuck by the window, yeah. <laughs> and like and my iPad would just get stuck there. It is. It's, it's an odd way to buy a phone. You could rock the machine <laughs> and yeah. fall on no, Especially they, that, that downtown Disney security. That, those, those, those Best Buy Express machines have the coolest delivery system. Oh, yeah. The way it picks up the item and then brings it over. It's very, oh, okay. very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. That's uh, it for thank me. Thank you, Dustin. Yeah. Uh, Jenny Lynn. Mine is revolutionary. Yes. Oh, yes. <clears throat> okay. The River Bell Terrace has now eliminated their lunch menu because breakfast is being served until 2 p.m. instead. This is due to the Fantasmic dinner packages. Previously, breakfast was served until 11 a.m. and then switched to the lunch dinner menu afterwards. This is no longer the case. The fast pass system for Fantasmic now has dinner starting at 4 p.m. And the bright side to all of this is that you can now get Mickey Mouse pancakes for lunch. Woo-hoo. Well, you know, it's sort of fitting because Riverbell Terrace used to be Aunt Jemima's Pancake House when oh. Disneyland opened. And you could actually get And then they realized Aunt Jemima was racist. <laughs> <laughs> it was a simpler time in 1955, Pete. And, and Aunt Jemima was there and you could actually dance around with oh, no. her. And um, and then the NAACP came in and said, "Stop that!" <laughs> I know, I know, it was a, a thing of the times, but I hear stuff like that, and I'm like, "Oh my god, you really did that!" Oh well, pa- apparently, the pancake legacy lives on all throughout the day now until two p.m. or whatever it no, was. No, because you can get it at lunch, and lunch the lunch dinner menu starts at four p.m. Can you believe? No, 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 till two p.m. Two p.m. See, no, I was breakfast, right. Breakfast lasts until two p.m. Correct, but you can't. You can. Be, never mind. But the pancakes <laughs> go all day, baby. <laughs> Good right. effort, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy. Okay. Save me. In other news, <laughs> the Fast and Furious uh, supercharged show is being added to the finale of the studio tour at Universal. Correct. Correct. 
and it is a you'll be able to take part in a high speed car chase with stars from the film and it's like 3D so if you're a Fast and Furious fan head over to the studios and take the tour is this along the same lines as the King Kong correct correct okay I want did I say June 25th? It that's, the, that's the important yes. part. That's this. We just learned that it's opening June 25th. So, so you go into a building and there's Correct. screens around yeah. you like the Kong yeah. frontation. The 3D glasses. And- okay. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Fast and Furious, but I think if you, uh, if you put me in front of a 3D screen and you put me in a really fast car, I think that's going to be a cool experience. Right. Yeah. And they had, they yeah. had a Fast and Furious part before, but I think it was really rudimentary. Okay. That's what I heard. Cars they, on puppets or something. Will they have a Vin Diesel meet and greet? They, <laughs> I hope so. They already have one. <laughs> He's at wow, Madame you, I saw one there sincere. yesterday. Yes. Nice. Actually, there was a Vin Diesel meet and greet, but he was made of wax. At Madame Tussauds? No, it was in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Well, get um, <laughs> it was in the middle of that big <clears throat> circle area where you can meet Marilyn Monroe and oh, yeah, Betty right Boop court, and Frankenstein. Plaza, Central Plaza. They had a whole backdrop with a car and then the wax Vin Diesel, who looked very real. I actually thought that he was the real thing there for a minute. I thought <laughs> that we had a celebrity visiting the park. Um, <clears throat> you were halfway done with your tweet, weren't you? I was. <laughs> I was. Halfway that... done with her selfie with Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> really. Hashtag so the real Vin Diesel. The, the hand went out with the camera I, I in did. it. I tried to get my... <laughs> like a heat-seeking my, missile. My, my selfie with uh, <laughs> the heat Vin Diesel photobombing in the back. But... Oh, um, Anyway, so they have a meet and greet of sorts. Vin Diesel. (laughs) (laughs) Vin, smile. All right, thank you, Kathy. Corey? Uh, There's a spring offer um, at the time of recording. This is only offered to Disney Visa card members, but chances are it will go out to the general public once this show goes out. This is for... Because uh, we're that important. Well, when... Okay, yeah. It'll be be general guest tomorrow, I think. you can save 25% off on uh, select rooms most weekdays, April 5th through June 16th at all three of the Disneyland uh, official Disneyland Resort hotels. Um, savings are based on non-discounted uh, price for the same room and not valid on previously booked rooms and not valid on suites except for uh, Paradise, Artesian, and the Regal Suites. So check it out. And the Regal Suite is what we're in right now. Wow. This must be booked by nice. uh, May 24th. Because I'm a queen. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Corey. Again, uh, polls this week will be up on Facebook and will be related to our March Madness. Definitely check that out. Facebook.com slash DL. Anybody have anything else they want to add? Oh, I can just, I can just, I'm going to put a plug in here. Yeah, go ahead. For uh, Dreams Unlimited Travel. Uh, not that I have any affiliation with Dreams Unlimited Ooh. Travel <laughs> other than being the founder and co-owner of the company uh book your disneyland vacation with us dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and when special offers come out and things things come out our agents do an amazing job at hunting down those discounts for you you don't have to you don't have to worry about it help you plan every aspect of your trip i'm very proud of our incredible the incredible agents the 54 incredible agents we have working for us so dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and uh, yeah go there do that now <laughs> we'll, we'll wait <laughs> you done? okay um, I appreciate y'all being with me on the show this was kind of fun this you is fun be? and thank you everybody on Mixler who's listening in yeah, this exactly. was fun yeah. too absolutely yeah. I'm, I, you know, this is really cool it's always 
you know, it's tough sometimes because... Because I'm you know, sitting in front of you recording a podcast. Well, no, of course. <laughs> no, no pressure at all. <laughs> there is no pressure. You're fine. You do a great job. You always do a great job. You have a great team. Um, the, you know, it's, it's, it's challenging sometimes because you guys are out here. We're out in right, Orlando. Right. And we don't get a lot of time, as much time together as I would like. But so we have opportunities like this. We spent this week together going around. Um, getting Showing some, you our park. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Being amazing hosts. And learning more, you know, I said it in the last show, the uh, our, our show that we recorded earlier. Uh, That's going up tomorrow. It's going up tomorrow. Um, Time machines. I know, I'm so confused. Walking around the parks with Michael Bowling is a singular experience. The amount of knowledge this man has, the history, uh, the knowledge of history of this park that this man has, the details he knows are just mind-blowing. If you ever have a chance to do it, if you ever have a chance to do it, it's... Do it. Take the opportunity. He's amazing. His phone number is <laughs> Michael at www.info.com. I'll be wearing plaid and have my riding crop. <laughs> All right, folks. I appreciate. But rethink the yes. skirt. <laughs> Maybe a little longer. It's more like a kilt. All right, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week, and of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember. Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Or stay out of the damn lakes. There you go. (laughs) 